All right, good. I definitely can't hear myself, but at least at least you can hear me. <laughs> or actually, wait a minute. I, I actually can't hear you at all. <laughs> I can hear you, but I can't hear you through my headphones. Okay. But I ball so hard that motherfuckers do want to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Buddy Critiques. Welcome back. 2023. 2023 edition. Been roughly two, two and a half years since we've uh, laced them up. Man. Like that's such a just an enormous amount of time. It is an enormous amount of time. Arguably, a little bit too much time. Yeah, but, arguably. Uh, What's three hundred sixty-five times two? Six hundred, seven hundred, and I have no idea. I'm yeah. not really good, that good at math. You're the math man. Um. Oh, man. Cheers. Good to be back. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. It's good to be back, sir. It's good to see you. Cheers. Good, Ooh, to, good wow, to see I you in good health. This in a, a long time. time. It's a very good sponsor of ours. Wow. That's native to our uh, current county. Wheat beer with natural orange flavor added. You've always been a big fan of these. Oh, yeah, man. It's I think since the first time you came out here, you've been a really big fan of these. Like Brewed in Tempe, Arizona. You're, just, you're never going to be upset drinking that. No. Unless you absolutely hate oranges. And if you hate oranges, then I just don't fuck with you. I just do not fuck with I you. wonder how many people prefer orange flavor, but don't actually like the orange fruit. You know what I mean? It's like, well, Papago, Orange Blossom, uniquely Arizona, brewed and born in Tempe, Arizona. If you don't like cream, like vanilla cream, yeah. like orange, uh, orange that, that, soda. That's kind of been my gripe with these is I think I could have like one. But I don't think I can have like six of these. Yeah, I have had like six of these, and they what percent they get that? better and better. I don't know, but on a boat in sunshine, man. No, for sure, we've done that. Yeah, we have done that. Yeah, we have. Anyways, it's good to see you, buddy. It's great to be back. It's good to see all our fans. We just concluded the watching of uh, hot Netflix film just came out. Number one, top ten, top ten rated. Was it number one? Yeah. No, wow. it, it's it. I, is Netflix is confusing nowadays. I know. The rating, I don't really know, understand the ranking system. Just a straightforward. Statistical system. Yeah. Either way, it was called uh, You People, written and, and produced. And directed? No, it was directed by uh, some other. Another. I think it was. I think her name was. It was a female. I don't know. I remember her name, but uh, she also helped co-write it. But Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah, that was the name <laughs> we were. Yeah, Jonah Hill. We were fishing for there. Thirty-five called, years um, old. That was stated in the film. I don't know if that's accurate. If he's actually thirty-five. This but. Yeah, the film. It was like a weird balance of like, is this actually who he is, or is he playing a character? Well, I know you. I don't think you've you've seen it recently, but his uh, his other's new documentary of uh, him and his therapist. Yeah. I haven't um, seen that yet. Very good. Really? It followed up with this with this film. Okay. Because you appreciate it even more. So I saw that, which gave me like, you know, the today version of Jonah Hill. Yeah. Which I feel like in our day and age, we know different versions of Jonah Hill. Right. Um, so going into this movie, I expectations are Yeah, I mean, especially the spectrum of roles he's had. It's like he's played like the fat guy everybody makes fun of, and then he's played like the really serious He's super talented. I mean thirty five years, man. Yeah. Extremely talented. Crazy. Directing your own movies. Anyways, movies called You People. You People. Seen the trailer a couple of times. Did you see the trailer? At I all? never saw a trailer. I barely knew anything about this film. Wow. Because you came in blind. Doors. Came in blind, man. Um, you know, you could take a couple of guesses what the, the film title would mean. Yeah. Um, you know, People's pretty broad, but. Um, 
Yeah, essentially to, to paint the landscape for those that maybe haven't seen the film but really wanted to check in on their buddy critiques that they haven't heard from in quite some time. The storyline is um, a man in his middle-aged 30s. Middle-aged 30s. Um, who, you know, has been lonely for quite some time. I think some folks out there can relate. I think they can. I and, think it is a um, movie. You know, looking for that, that one person. And um, that one person happens to be of African-American descent. The word understood was used a lot. Yes. Um, understanding one another. Yes. And I do think that is... Um, a lot of um, foundational love concepts in this film yes, that I yeah. think really Very. helped drive the, pl- the plot along. Very rich. We got about an hour and a half in. We're like, damn, what's going to happen in this next hour? Yeah. It's a little bit on the hook there. Um, yeah, the plot develops pretty fast. Pretty quickly within the first uh, first half of the film. And, and like typically you see that with rom-coms where it does develop kind of fast and then the rest of the movie's like... The highs and lows, right? You have, like, the highs of, like, I love you so much, never dated anybody this cute, she said, or whatever. In love, out of you know, love. To the parents fighting and all that. But that's what love is, right? I mean, it can be up, it can be down. Everything in between. Right? Like, it's never always going to be perfect or, or always up. Love is not perfect. Love is blind. <laughs> love is patient. Love is love kind. Is kind. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to that, mate. <laughs> Fucking cheers, mate. Yeah, so opening scene is um, Jonah Hill's character, he plays a character named Ezra, has his own podcast. And immediately we're like, hey, um, we can relate to that. I back this up. Um, Amira. Amira is uh, the female lead. Opening opening scene is just like such a left, right, left, right, left, right. Yeah. Into a Jewish... Um, What's it called? Yom 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 Kippur. Yeah, yeah. Yom Kippur, the Jewish holiday, which I I will be honest with our viewers, I know little little about, um, but I do know it's a very um, cherished celebration. It's like a I think it's equivalent to like a mass, like a Sunday mass, as far as you know Catholics goes. Well, Yom Kippur is like an annual holiday. Is it annual? Yeah. Okay, okay. So it is. A, it's, a, it's a real holiday. I can see where you were getting confused. There. Like, yeah, I didn't know if it was like a, the... you know, a weekly get together, but there was a fuck ton of people there, and yeah. I didn't know yeah. the significance of the event. Yeah. So I think like early on in the film, one of the things I noted was the script was killer. So on cue, dude. just just very uh, up to date. Like the dialogue wasn't didn't seem scripted. It seemed very natural. Uh, like, but I think it makes it easy to watch. You say it didn't seem scripted and seem natural, but that's the thing. That's like that's how beautiful it was written because right. it was so natural. That's how well it was scripted. Right. Um, and I thought every single line out of every person's mouth was very, very well said, well put, well timed. Yeah. Um, it fit naturally. Like sometimes you feel like you know script is out of place in the yeah. moment in the scene. Where well, are we going with this? How are we going to follow it up? How do you build the the next couple scenes? Yeah, and I feel like the script for each character was so also really good. Like it just. It didn't seem like the characters they were stretching who the characters were. It was like what they the lines that they said. You were like, I would expect them to say that. I would. You know how'd I mean? you uh, how'd you feel about the doctor and the penis comment? Um, frightened. Certainly frightened. Because <laughs> I mean, right off the bat, it, I mean, obviously, it, it is a rom com. Great category, by the way. Yeah, great category. Very rich. Um, feeds into a lot of a lot of viewers. Would you say on a scale of on, on a tipping scale where rom is on one time? And calm is on the other side. Hmm. Where do you see the the tipping scale in this film? Damn. More to the ROM side or the calm side? You want a percentage? Yeah, that's fine. 
I'd say like a 60% comedy, 40% rom. Yeah. I think that's fair. I probably would have been a little bit higher on the, the com side. Because the rom was... 73? It was short-lived, but it was deep. It was deep. meaningful. You did say that your heartstrings were a little bit played. I did get a little bit of chills. You did get chills. And that's how you know a rom-com is... Did you ever think that Jonah Hill would give you chills? <laughs> did you ever think that super bad Jonah Hill would ever give you chills? Or romantic chills? Probably not. Mm. But I think like that's always been a good measure for me with rom-coms. Is like, did I laugh? And did I get chills? Did I contract chills? What more could you want from a movie? From a, from a rom-com, nothing. But I, yeah, I think in, in general, just pure emotion in film is is great. And I feel like I got that. So this Yom Kippur introduces a lot of uh, Jewish um, assets to, to Jonah Hill's family. Right. How'd you feel about introducing Amira's family? Um, I think I liked the way they tied in like her brother. I mean, Eddie Murphy's entrance was all time. I mean, he's a legend. Man's a legend. James Brown bringing in... Eddie Murphy. I mean, that was payday. perfect. Absolutely perfect. I believe it was payday by uh by James Brown. One thing I was thinking of, like, you know, some of these actors just being on screen with him, that's got to be like a surreal moment. I mean, he's an absolute legend. I don't even know how old that man is, but he looks very good. Yeah, he looks great. Uh, I have a quote um, from his sweatshirt, hoodie, if you will. Um, Fred Hampton was murdered. I don't know who Fred Hampton was. I know. And I'm curious. I wish I was, you know, educated on on who that who that individual is. But yeah, uh, I feel like every scene was so significant. Every little detail was yeah. so significant, and I appreciate the fuck out of that. Not only as a viewer, but obviously as, as a critique. Um, that's an incredible way to display a movie. Um, yeah, I think even the subtle details of like the transitions between scenes. And the, the music choice, I mean, obviously, we need to get into the soundtrack. The soundtrack's incredible. Incredible. It took place in Every transition scene was, like, oh, almost 10 seconds long. And with, I like music. And then, like, a ton of, like, charading scenes. But something simple that I, I kind of caught my eye was the sweeping scene of the shoes in the church. Yeah. Kind of showing you, like, he is a standout from what his family expects of him. And right. obviously, what, who 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 raised you? Who birthed you? Yeah, it's your parents. So, I think it was a very even slate as far as um, introducing both kind of back and forth. Yeah, back and forth. I, I felt very fifty fifty on, on both uh, both family histories. Yeah, I, they didn't really. They kind of skipped over the context of like how Jonah actually, or sorry, Ezra, Ezra, Jonah's character Please. set up the lunch Ezra. with uh, Amira's parents, Roscoe's. They kind of skipped over that. It Roscoe's just like happened. Off. Well, yeah, thing, things did just happen. And which, then that is Hollywood. That, yeah, happen. I mean, just happened. It. It's you movies. Know. If not, you're sitting down for three, four hours. Eddie Murphy says to Amira before he finds out about this boyfriend, because obviously they. Can we talk about like the how we met, the how they met story? Do you think it was realistic? Do you think it was a stretch? I thought it was a bit of a stretch, but they made it so fluid. Like, Do you want to explain it. it for the listeners who maybe didn't get the chance to see the scene? Yeah, so Ezzy is walking out of his job. He's, he's a finance man. Stockbroker, you know, they open up a couple scenes with him going on dates with a couple different white women. Um, 
different cultures and not that he's very interested in. Obviously, he's looking for someone to understand him. Gets in a car um, looking for his Uber ride, who also drives a Mini Cooper. Yep. Um, gets in the back seat, and who's in the front seat? That would be our lovely lady, Amira. And um, I thought it was a great opening opening introduction to, to them two. And you called it on the spot. You were Johnny on the spot. <laughs> you said Uber. They're, that's how they're going to meet. They're going to meet, meet through Uber. Um, I thought it was funny. I thought it was um, lighthearted. But you knew right there and then. I didn't yeah. know who it was going to be. I, Like I said, going into the movie, I had no idea who the who the love connection was going to be. Right. Um, and I think they fulfilled the opening scene introduction very, very well. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of a stretch that like she agreed to let him give directions from the back seat, like absolute stranger in your car. Right. But I would say it's way, also a stretch. Yeah. Um I liked how it kind of transitioned into them being at lunch and then just kind of showing like how much time had passed and they were still just enjoying each other's company. I wrote down um uh a cor- the cornerstone of any good relationship is great dialogue. Hmm. Just great communication. When you feel like Time doesn't even exist because you're having such rich conversation with mm-hmm. that other person. I feel like that's the backbone of any really good, healthy relationship. Communication. That's it. What are we without communication? Nothing. And the thing is, you, people would, I think when you say communication, you assume words. Mm-hmm. Right? You would assume words. Right. But that's... It includes nonverbals. It, it, majority is nonverbals, man. Human connection. So I was kind of waiting. I was comfortable <clears> with their relationship. As a viewer, then I felt that. Yeah. Um, I was waiting to see where she would turn because obviously she was a little bit standoffish at first and then he asked her to lunch and she's like, wait, this is a date? What? Right? And he pointed out that he really liked her slippers. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I would never hate on that. Like, you know, I'm serious. I he really was showing like himself, him. yeah. And I thought back to, you know, the previous scene of her being with that ex-boyfriend and she said, you never see me. You never understand me. I understand. And the first line out of Ezra's mouth is like, whatever you like is what you like. I'll never put you in a box. And then it like clicked in her head and she was like, oh my God. I agree with that. So it's interesting. Right there and then. It's interesting Re- how like past experience can have so much influence on like so, like the little things, right? Well, you, when you meet so many wrongs in your life and then you, you meet a right, mm-hmm. whole world changes. And that's the thing. It's like that right is really just doing the little things that you felt like you've never had to you as an individual like to to jonah's character that like probably was just him being who he is but Mm -hmm. to her it meant so much more everything so it's just interesting to be seen um and i i i wondered when i was about 75 percent through the movie i wondered what like obviously i know what the what the goal of the film was but like you know how do you design this film to reach every every corner of your goal right um do you want to share the love? Do you want to share the, the mixing of love, the mixing of culture? Um, I'd love for you to, to break down this Eddie Murphy quote that he gave to his daughter and son in the beginning of the film, which is, do you remember it? Hit me. Get your beliefs in line. Your heart will follow. What do you think that means? They use the word heavy a lot in the film. Okay. And I like the word heavy. Um, heavy means weight. You know, heavy means a lot of things. When it comes to beliefs, it's like, ah, you know, what do you believe in? What do, what do you believe in? What do you side with? Um, and once you get your beliefs in line, mm-hmm. once you get your, your true individual beliefs in line, what you love, what you don't love, what you stand for, what you kneel for, um, 
Dude, so many, so many 2022, so many like cultural 2021, topics. 2020 fucking statements were made. And yeah. it's just like, it's like, fuck, how do you, <laughs> how are you mashing this into one film of like, yeah, you know, he took a stab at it. He did. Jonah took a stab at it mm-hmm. at the culture fucking corner. He put a stick in the ground, man. Yeah. Um, that line itself, I, I, I did thoroughly enjoy. Um, because your heart will follow. Because if you're not being true to your beliefs, and if you're, you know, not honest with yourself, and you're putting on a facade, and yeah, that um, you know, you're trying to be someone else that you're not. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? You know. But I liked, I liked that. I did. I appreciate you, Eddie Murphy. Thank you. Goat. Thank you, Ed. To the goat. Um, let me take you to the basketball scene real quick. Let me fast forward. <laughs> okay. Because I fucking love that, man. Yeah. I'm like, how is this going to play out? Like, yeah. Is he going to throw up some real shots, man? Is he going to get bullied? He did get bullied. A yeah. couple shoulders in there. Yeah. Um, That little, uh, that, that, that couple scenes of, of putting him in that awkward situation of the real culture, the hood, Inglewood. Uh-huh. Um, which I love that it was displayed in California because California is such a fucking melting pot of the hip hop culture. It is the born. It, it is it is it is the birth of of culture. Yeah, historically, I True. would say. Yeah, in our twenty five years of age. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers. I'd also like to take this time to give a small shout out to LeBron James for breaking the all time scoring record tonight. We did pause the movie to catch that uh, brief moment in time. We did witness, but um, we were all witnesses. <laughs> Cheers to that. Yeah, I, I definitely, you know, conversely on like the other side of Amira getting incorporated in with his family, like I felt the awkwardness in the room when she sat down in that living room. Um, I think the mom was the best character in that movie. She got got annoying towards the end because she was like over the top. But like, dude, her singing in the car like and her like her, her dramatization. She was like singing. trying like she was like the actress was like my favorite. Right. She played her character so well. It if was she, like, how can I... If she didn't make the scenes uncomfortable, how would they go on? Like, right. How would you build that it up? It was like she was trying so hard to be nice that she was being mean yeah. and rude mm-hmm. and just inappropriate and like totally insensitive of like basic things. Human to human yeah. respect. But thought that she was being like so nice and progressive and like so aware of everyone's personal history and interest. Yeah, I like that dinner scene, the initial um, sit down between both parents and both um, Ezra and Amira. Kufi. Yeah, the hat. And I was wondering. I didn't know they were Muslim. I yeah, I was like, nowhere. I was like, why Muslim? Like, why that? Why not just like, you know? Yeah. But then when you put religion into culture, it's like obviously all cultures derive from something. Um, yeah, I think putting a Jewish versus a Muslim versus an African American Muslim culture, such an interesting take. Yeah, such an interesting take. And I was thinking, like, I was actively thinking in my mind, they're making Holocaust jokes, and like, you know, they obviously made the comparison between Holocaust and slavery. I'm like, where are they going to go from this? I know. But like, when you really sit it down and you put it on paper, you take a little read. It's like, wow, that that's an interesting comparison. Yeah, not everyone would think of that. I thought that was going to get hot and heavy. Obviously, it did. It Co- did. Koofy gets set on fire. <laughs> What's up with the hair? The head head things getting ripped off and set on fire. I don't know. Ex- extreme disrespect. Yeah. I 
again, I think like the parents being such a focal point in the movie was so interesting because like they, as as the plot you know always does, it, it took a turn for the worst and they break up and all that stuff, and then like the parents are the ones that resurrect. I did not see the wedding scene coming at the end. I didn't. I didn't know where we were gonna go with that. I, you know, a pair of dunks was mentioned. I'm like, oh, how is this gonna <laughs> correlate with with the last five minutes of the movie? Like, yeah. What are we gonna do here? How are we gonna clean this up? Um, Should we give it a rating? I'd love to give a rating. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna throw it probably in like the high sevens, maybe low eights. Okay. Because it was. I felt like it was a very, very. It was a. Such a generational movie, not generational because, you know, but for its time and for its purpose. Yeah. I thought it fulfilled um, a very good, very good slot in our, our current world. Like I said, it was placed in 2022 um, and now we're watching it in 2023. Yeah. Oh, <coughs> excuse oh. me. Yeah. Um, I'd say like a seven, 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 seven. Yeah. That's a strong score. Seven, I, seven. Yeah. I think I'd be like a seven, six, seven, eight kind of range. Probably okay. seven, eight is where I'd land. Okay. Um, I see you. Yeah. I didn't mean to one up you there, but that's I just, okay. uh, that, that number right. feels right for me. I think good pacing, good character development, really outstanding script. Great pacing. I do want to mention that. Yeah. I hit that like, you know, very good, um, time to time. Yeah. Sequencing, if you will. Sequencing. Okay. That's why I need you in my life. <laughs> Your vocab just totally outweighs mine. It's just, it's just so deep, and I, I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Absolutely. It's good to be back. It's great to be back. It's uh, Missed you guys. Missed you guys. Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers to the highest. Party Critiques 2023, and to hopefully many more episodes to come. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, Sponsored by... Papa Go Orange Blossom, an Arizona brand, uniquely Arizona. Arizona. Um, Appreciate you guys' time, as always. See you very soon. Stay tuned. And uh, Buddy Critiques, out. See ya.